I I detect zero grumps. Mm. Okay. I feel like you're just <laughs> Okay, that response that response <laughs> definitely went up. Okay. I definitely <laughs> detected some grumps based on that response. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to Adapted for Your Viewing. My name is David and I am inside all the time. Yeah, and my name is Amanda and I am also inside all of the time. We are brother and sister and this is our podcast for nerds where we talk too much about movies and the books are based on. And today we are doing something different. Uh, since these days we are still being strongly encouraged to be socially distant from each other, um, we wanted to do a little special episode with everybody uh, so we can come together and be a little bit more sane. Yes, it is episode two. Definitely episode two. We didn't record previous episodes that were lost to time or anything. This is definitely episode <sighs> two. <laughs> don't don't reference the dark episode. <laughs> the, that the dark us. episode. Okay. <laughs> But today we're going to go over our favorite indoor comforts that you may want to check out as we're all inside right now. We are professional introverts. We are made for this moment. And so we're specifically going to be covering some snacks, some shows, some books. We are made for this moment. Definitely not going crazy with the rest. Definitely of not. We are. <laughs> we're pretending like we're saner right now because we've worked from home before. But in truth, it's not that much different sometimes. Yeah. I I do love the cycle that we've all gone through, like collectively as as a nation. We have now been self-isolated officially for like little like a month officially, a little over a month in some places. And um I find it very funny like going through my news feed and it being like, here are all the things you can do now that you have to be stuck at home. Zoom 24-7 as much as possible with as many people as you know. Like that was like the first week of quarantine. And then it was like how to handle being on Zoom all the time. And then it was like Zoom burnout tips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it went it, it it went through its cycle pretty quickly. You know it's getting yeah. bad when even like the introverted people are like, no, I want to leave the house now. I'm yeah, I'm done with this. Let's leave the house. I do miss the outside world more than I did a couple of weeks ago. I also feel like I have talked to more of my relatives than ever like before, way more. which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Which I do I do enjoy it. Uh I will enjoy the times when when people aren't just like, "Oh, just hop on Zoom at any moment and at any time and we could just, you know, talk on Zoom. We'll just Zoom. We'll just Zoom and all." Just Zoom and all the time. I'm I'm ready for that to be less of a thing. <laughs> well, not that I'm complaining because we are introverts, so we're okay with this. Yes, yes, we are introverts. But but let's start <laughs> by going over some things we recommend people cooking. So Amanda, what are you cooking? So you know, quarantine cooking is all about doing something that's super complicated and time consuming. Um, I was think I'm thinking about a very trendy and time-consuming coffee trend that's in the works right mm -hmm. now. Uh, but I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, I have my own suggestion for a fancy, could-be-trendy, fun thing that's super time-consuming and ends up being very delicious. Excellent. That's a recipe uh, for fun right there. 
Yeah, so I'm going to recommend people give pavlova a try. Mm. Now, David, ask me what a pavlova Amanda, is. Amanda, what is pavlova? <laughs> well, David, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> pavlova is this amazing British thing that I feel like should be something that we Wait, it's British? It's- no. Uh, we live in America. British. I feel like it's only... <laughs> we live in America. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what, just like we've always done historically, we're going to take what was okay in Britain and make it 100% Hoorah, Amanda, I'm down with that. <laughs> so let's make, we're going to take the classic pavlova recipe and do it a little bit over the top. Um, so what pavlova is, it is a meringue base, um, which is just whipped up egg whites. Mm-hmm. So you whip up egg whites with sugar, and it becomes like this beautiful, stiff, kind of like the top of a lemon meringue pie, and you pipe it into a circle Mm -hmm. or many little circles, and then you bake it for like an hour and a half in the oven, low and slow, until it's nice and crispy like a marshmallow. Super simple so far. It's like two ingredients and just a lot of oven time. That's pretty easy so far. Yeah, so that is that is the base of it. And then once you have that, you can kind of do whatever you want on top. That's the beauty of it. It's kind of it's kind of like the um, you know, like the s'mores. You you do whatever you want with it. Um, make it fancy, make it fun, make it delicious. So what I like to do is fill it with whipped cream mm, first. Okay. And then fill it with a lemon Ooh. curd. Yes. Which is literally just lemon butter and it's amazing. Okay, audience, I'm going to let you in. I already <laughs> have had Amanda's pavlova with lemon curd, and it was one of the mm-hmm. most amazing things I have ever had in my entire life. That's not an exaggeration. It's serious time. I loved it so <laughs> I ate it for breakfast. I ate it for lunch. You did, yeah. I ate it whenever I could, okay? It was so good. Yeah, so, so, I, made, so I made some for pavlova for my sister-in-law's birthday when David was visiting around that time, and so he got to partake. And I had a bunch of extra lemon curd in a jar, and it disappeared so Ooh. fast. From- <laughs> and we just assumed, you know, we had a couple people in the house. Everybody was partaking. No, no. I recently made lemon curd again in quarantine, and that jar has lasted us uh, maybe like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. And I I believe the mystery has been solved. There's only one person missing from her So you're saying you have a rat problem. There's a really bad rat right. problem. Rat- you have a ratatouille <laughs> problem love- at your house right now. I think it might be maybe like maybe uh, a dog. Maybe That's uh, right. Okay. I think you have a talking dog that's or or rats making like fancy pavlova and leaving your house with it. That had to have been the only explanation of like as the only thing. Yeah, you must have gotten rid of it right after I left. There's like no way that that that's the only explanation in my eyes. Well, thank you for solving that mystery Mm -hmm, for me. mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. so anyway, it's uh, pavlova. So you got your crispy marshmallow base. You have your whipped cream. You don't even need to add any flavoring to it. I actually add a little bit of ginger in there to give it a little gingery taste. Um, And then your lemon curd, which is nice and tart. And then you can top it with fresh fruit. Mm. And you can either um, mix it up a little bit to make it a little jammy or like on the stovetop or just put it on plain. Either way is fine. You have this great little layer cake and it's mushy and delicious and a bunch of different flavors and textures. And it takes... You know, each component takes a little bit of time to make. 
um, and set up in the fridge. And so it takes time and it makes a beautiful picture that you can brag about on Instagram, which is very important right now. And it's really delicious. So I highly recommend making your own pavlova with your own combo of different items. To yeah, I think why it's so underrated is it's just like a blank canvas. Like you want to put lemon curd, yes. aka the right way. Great. You want to put berries. Great. <laughs> you want to put you could put chocolate on this bad boy. And I think it would taste totally pretty good. good. So like it's definitely a blank slate and would highly recommend. And it must be healthy because it's only like, like it has egg whites in it. And if I know anything. Right. Egg whites that's means just health. pure protein. right? Yeah, there. that's just pure protein cake. So easy. <laughs> no need for. So you don't even have to feel bad about it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh huh. <laughs> David, what are you cooking these days? So not exactly cooking, but anyone who knows me knows that I love coffee. And being at home has just made me love coffee and be obsessive with it even more. Okay. Oh, perfect. I have made my own coffee journal. I have bought some new coffee contraptions. And did what do you write in your coffee journal? I write things Dear like... diary. Today <laughs> I had some coffee. I do think it was really good. So like, here's the hardest part. It helped part. me poop an hour later. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> uh, because for me, it's achieving like consistency. Because do you ever have coffee and like one day it's great and one day it's not? I'm not going to ask you because you make no, the same I thing every day. Every yeah, you. Day. that's the thing, though. You found out a science to your coffee. I'm trying yeah. to do the same thing where it's like, okay. I write down things like because I have my own grinder, so I do I experiment with grind settings, water temperature, uh, whatever. We don't have to get into mm -hmm. that, okay? It's my, mm -hmm. my time is not about that, okay? I could do a whole right. separate podcast called Grind Settings Please with don't. David. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> no, today we're going to talk about something super easy that everyone can do and everybody loves, and that is cold brew coffee. Mm -hmm. So for those of you, I love me some cold brew. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, cold brew coffee is basically iced coffee without a lot of the bitterness from uh, regular coffee because it's steeped in grounds for a long period of time. Now, most people think it's a big old mystery of how Mister Starbucks makes cold brew fresh for everybody. Well. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's like super easy. It's ridiculously easy. And as long as you have a bowl and some sort of filtration device, you'll be fine. Even if you have a bowl and like a regular coffee maker, you'll be fine. Hmm. So all you really need to do is grind up some coffee that's like incredibly coarse. Like think like like coarse pebbles. If you have a hand grinder, you could do it. If you're at the store, just do the coarsest setting. For those who like coffee, it's like a French press type grind. And then you uh, uh, weigh out as much as you'd like. So, you know, somewhere between, I'd say, four to 10 ounces of co coffee. And then whatever the amount of ounces you put in, multiply by that by four, and then just put the same water in. So if you do uh, four ounces of coffee, put uh, 16 ounces of water. Super simple. Mm, okay? okay. And then just leave it overnight. You could put it in a jar. I've seen people use pots. I've seen people just you can literally just put it in anything as long as the grounds are submerged in water. Doesn't matter what it's in. And you then you shake it up every once in a while. Uh, you do one shake. Just make sure it's okay. and then that's it. You don't have to come back to it. Got it. Uh, and then let it either sit on the counter at room temperature for 12 hours or in the fridge for 24 hours. And when you're done, just filter it out, either with some cheesecloth or something, 
Or mm-hmm. this is this is something I used to do. Literally scoop it out and put it through your paper filter on your coffee machine. Then it will filter everything out for you. And then you're left with like the best cold brew coffee ever. You do yeah. have to dilute it a little bit with water or milk or else it's like going to hype you up a lot like it does for me because mm. I don't do that. Uh, yeah. But it makes you just drink it black. <laughs> I drink it black. Oh, it's so good. It's like coffee syrup. It's terrible. Um, oh, I love it. Uh, but if, so if you're a regular person, like cut it with water. Who doesn't want to guzzle down yeah, syrup. And doesn't want to be awake all night. Uh, right. Cut it with water or milk and boom, you got like the best coffee ever. It's like ridiculous. It's literally just like letting water sit with beans overnight, filtering it out and then having like the best iced coffee you've ever had. Hmm. Good to know. Yeah, super simple. Just make sure you use a medium roast to light roast coffee. So when you do it and you pour the water on the grounds, you're not doing hot water, you're just doing regular water. Room temperature water, yes. Okay. Yes. Hmm. It's it's really simple. Know. I make it all the time. I mean, I like to let my, my French press sit for quite a while with the, the grounds, and so this definitely – feels very up my alley if you have a french press it's even easier because you literally just put in your french press and instead of having to filter out you just use the french press for it i used to do that all the time is there a minimum amount of hours you have to leave the grounds in the water for i'd say 12 uh if it's at room temperature do it between 12 and 16 if it's in the fridge do it between 20 to 24 got it yeah, and this is why I have a coffee journal because I've tested all these things out. Just so you know. <laughs> okay. Just so you know, I have to defend <laughs> it, guys. I mean, you can journal about whatever you want to. That's between you and your journal, dude. Yeah, but you know, just you're inside all day. Just make your own coffee. Everyone's has to learn it now. Now that they can't go to the Starbucks down the street every day. I don't know. My Starbucks down the street has the drive through has like the longest wait time ever for some Starbucks in the morning. Yeah, that's the worst thing ever. I don't care if I have somewhere to go or not. Sitting in a Starbucks line sucks. Yeah, it yeah. does suck quite a lot. Um, but Amanda, enough about coffee because mm, you yeah. know I could do it for an hour and a half. What are yes, you, you watching or reading right now? Well, something I love that I was looking forward to quite a lot. Uh, they just released it on Netflix. Uh, so this is a a watch recommendation. Nice. Is the comedy special that just came out uh, called Middleditch and Schwartz. Hmm. It is Thomas Middleditch and Ben Schwartz. Um, ben Schwartz played John Ralphio on Parks and Rec. Excellent. And Amazing. has done like a million other things. Uh, Thomas Middleditch played the main character on uh, Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're both extremely funny and they do completely improv shows. <laughs> uh, so it's it's a couple of episodes of each of their live shows. Um, I was dying to get tickets to one of their shows and I missed it. And then I was planning on getting tickets this upcoming season, which has been canceled, unfortunately. So uh, to be able to still see them uh, live on Netflix was very, very exciting for me. It is very fun. It is every like all of their characters, all of their goose with each other. They interact a ton with the audience. 
And uh, both of them are just very funny dudes. And so I highly recommend it. It is good, you know, butt gusting, fun, uh, very lighthearted, and very much worth watching right now. So I highly recommend that. I Netflix. think you said butt gusting. I did say butt gusting. <laughs> Great. <laughs> It's it's the comedy special that'll butt gust your butt or butt gusting. What even is that? That sounds that doesn't sound like for your butt. That does not sound like a pleasant experience. I'm gonna be honest. Well, you know what? It may be better. Don't judge it until you uh, experience it. So. Okay. Uh, but I'm fully supportive of this. I love Thomas Middleditch, and I think that he gets typecast into the same sort of character that he plays in Silicon Valley all the time. Yeah, definitely. And so whenever I've heard this guy outside of that setting, he's always so much funnier than the characters he's he's forced to play. Yeah. It's weird seeing him be so confident since I'm used to seeing him on Silicon Valley. Um, But yeah, it's, it's very fun. Yes. Yeah. He doesn't always have to play the doofus. (laughs) And butt gusting, I and guess. So. It's real butt gusting. <laughs> Netflix should probably put their a, on their on their promos. The newest yeah. butt gusting. Yeah. I have a comedy. friend who uh, listens to our episodes, and every time I say something dumb, she texts me. So that one's for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes I I purposely just ignore it. Like I didn't want to initially make fun of you for those things because I do the same <laughs> thing. But like that one was too hard to ignore. Ugh. Nope, that's totally fair. So anyway. Anyway. Uh, anyway, David, what are you watching and reading? What is gusting your butt these days? Let me tell you, Amanda, that doesn't happen to me. But I do have something <laughs> that I have absolutely fallen in love with. Now, I've put a link there for you to check out. It okay. is a YouTube channel by the a man named Wes Tank, who is yeah. going through and doing great name and going through and doing Dr. Seuss books, like he's doing okay. read-throughs, but he's rapping over them to beats from mm. Dr. Dre. So Sounds amazing. my favorite one is Fox and Socks. I'll probably play a little clip right here. Now we come to the ticks and toxa. Try to say this one, Mr. Noxa. Knocks on Fox tick, knocks on Knox talk. Sick, sick, brick stick, sick, sick, chicks talk. Please, sir, I don't like this trick, sir. My tongue isn't quick or slick, sir. This guy rules. <laughs> Yeah, this guy rules. It helps that he I like I like that he's just like in a parka. Yeah. <laughs> like in his comfy sweater and he's got the book. It's pretty good. This dude does everything in like su- super comfortable sweaters. He uh, mm-hmm. he's so smart cuz he always picks like Dre beats that I would never think would work, but they work like perfectly. So in Fox and Socks, for example, he uses uh he uses a couple beats for every song, but my favorite is his use of What's the Difference, which is like one of my personal favorite beats by him. And I've now re-listened to the song like a thousand times since this has come out. But it is it is so much fun. I end up watching every single one of these videos he puts out. And he's like really good at it. He's really, really good at it. Fun. So I'd recommend checking out that. There's also one of the Lorax that is also very good. Uh, Mm -hmm. Fox and Socks is just my favorite one because that's probably the most tongue twisting of Dr. Seuss books. That's purposely fun to read 
because it's such a tongue twister. So having it over uh, Dre beats and him rapping it just makes it perfect. Nice. So I'd recommend it if you have kids, but you also want those kids to be pretty cool kids. <laughs> it's a perfect, perfect videos to watch. Perfect videos to watch. And also, uh, it's just like the type of thing that makes me so happy in self-isolation. Because like, who would have thought like anyone would want to do this? It's It's a product of the time. And that's why I love it. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. But when we're not rapping, Amanda, what's a what's a fun thing that you're doing? Yeah, I um, I didn't want to. I so I took this opportunity to break down just like a couple little things that I thought would be fun to do. So I actually have a few small ones. Okay. Um, because I think that we are we are kind of getting into, um, you know, some Zoom fatigue. You know, we've all started projects and then realized that we still have to live our lives and dropped them. Um, we are surrounded by people who are baking bread and so much bread, writing novels. I don't want and- bread anymore, Amanda. <laughs> I never thought I'd say this, but I'm done with bread. <laughs> and I think I think it's easy to feel like you are not making, you're not doing enough with your quarantine life. You are not accomplishing enough activities. I know that I have definitely felt that way. So instead of giving you a project, I just, I have a couple suggestions on how to make maybe the stuff you're already doing just a little bit better and a little bit more fun. So um, I would say my first recommendation is to upgrade your Zoom calls to happy hour Zoom calls. Um, we've done this a couple of times where, yeah, you have a, instead of just having a zoom call, you have a drink, everybody brings a drink and, um, it's a little bit of happy hour buzz fun and, uh, you know, inject a little bit of excitement into your zoom calls. Um, instead of just taking walks, uh, with friends, uh, which is still really important. You should definitely still get out there and walk, um, I have done uh, something called parking lattes, and I can't take I can't hmm. take too much credit for that name, but uh, I found it very very fun. What's a uh, and what's a parking latte? A parking latte is when you go and get a latte from somewhere, so you sit in that twenty minute line in Starbucks. Excellent, unfortunately, so, excellent. <laughs> or bring your own coffee, um, and you sit in your car, and uh, your friend or sister or brother or whoever uh, sits in their car. And you guys have a spot between you, so you're well social distanced. But you have your uh, little, you park, and you have your latte. And it's a parking latte. It's like some nice coffee date. I have already done this, but I've mm-hmm. done it with Portillo's hot dogs, which is hey, far more. F- I'm just going to come out and say it. Having a chili dog in your car is not a good decision by <laughs> any means. By zero means. Well, you'd have to go chili dog, but I, f- I feel like mm. hot dog in the car would be good. If you're going to Portillo's get at least a chili dog. I mean, come on. <laughs> For those who don't know, it's just like the best hot dog place in Chicago. One one of it's one good. of. It's just it's just a staple, but anyway, I would also recommend hot dogs in cars. Just a suggestion. Hot dogs in cars, lattes in cars. Mm-hmm. Um but having some still having some like a nice coffee date, a nice hot dog date in your car and still enjoying it. Smart. And then my last one is if you do still want to get active but don't necessarily want to go outside, uh, because it's spring in spring, like right now, especially we're getting quite a bit of rain. Um, then I recommend following Ryan Heffington on Instagram. Yeah, he does 
He does live dance parties on his Instagram at scheduled times that you can join in. And his latest special guest was Emma Stone, and it was very, very funny. And they sang um, songs from Greece. You forgot to mention that this dude looks ridiculous. Um, I mean, he's amazing, basically. He's very, very fun. Uh, so I highly recommend doing that. So if you need a little bit of activity, do an at-home dance party. If you need a little bit of latte love, have a parking latte. If you need a little bit of booze, have a Zoom happy hour. And I feel like all those things will help make yourself isolating uh, a little bit, a little bit more fun. I agree with that. What about you, David? What's a fun thing uh, that you're doing right now that people at home can join in on? So this is going to be one with an asterisk because this isn't exactly something you do as a group, but it is a Switch game that I have fallen in love with, and it is not mm-hmm. Animal Crossing because currently I can't buy <laughs> Animal Crossing. Impossible. <laughs> uh, it is a different game. It is a story based game and i know we have a lot of book nerds on this uh uh, or listeners on this podcast and this game is made for book nerds it is a game called kentucky route zero so this game is mainly a story based game and if i'm honest it doesn't have a lot of gameplay per se it's more like an interactive story slash play um, where you play as a driver in rural America looking to make a delivery that's on this road called Kentucky Route Zero, but it is much more okay. Twin Peaksian than that. And it gets, okay. I'm going to be honest, for people who may not want a bummer, this does get into some very heavy themes of debt and Ooh, what boy. it means to live in rural America. And it's, I will say, theme-wise, very, very tough. But it is, I will say, though, it's one of the most, A, like, very simplistic, beautiful games I've ever played. And it also Mm -hmm. carries a lot of themes and pays a lot of homage to, like, classic books uh, by Hemingway. Uh, Mm -hmm. And probably a billion other references that I haven't caught because I'm not a book nerd. But this was made by specifically book nerds who wanted to make an interactive game. It is Mm -hmm. uh, played out in episodes. So there's five episodes, but they're all released now, so you can play it now. So if you're looking for, especially if you're not good at video games, this is like the Mm -hmm. perfect game because you get to enjoy an incredible story. It's interactive enough where you feel like you're engaged with it. And it has a story that you're always wondering like what's next and it keeps you thinking a lot like it's one of those things where if you feel like you have not been engaged with a lot of things lately this is the Mm -hmm. type of game that yes it can get heavy sometimes but it is also incredibly engaging and will keep you thinking about what happened Hmm. okay so i would highly recommend it i did text amanda about it when i first started playing it and uh she did not like that there was a dog with a hat apparently but to each each (laughs) well it's not that it's not that it's that i you're like okay this game's amazing go and watch the trailer for this game and i was like okay great amazing game checking it out and then i watched the trailer and it's just gobbledygook ridiculousness it doesn't mean anything to me (laughs) (laughs) yeah i will it's a little 
It's a little abstract it's just sometimes. Like, it's just like scene, road, building, <laughs> person, end of trailer. Yeah. And so I was just like, uh. <laughs> it's like, it's a tough game to talk about because it's hard. It's one of those games that the more you talk about it, the more you ruin it. <laughs> and so I've had to stay incredibly broad about the whole thing. So it mm-hmm. doesn't get ruined for people. But it is like a very engaging game. I have not finished it yet. So I am fully expecting it to uh, uh, leave me in a weird state of like thought after finishing it. It's just like, you know, I I love games that make me think because I feel like Mm -hmm. video games are the type of medium where you get the best of like every type of medium with like literature, movies. uh, um, It's just like the the best combination of those. So anyway, all that to say, it's a good game. Got it. So Kentucky Route Zero, that's what it's called, yes, right? Kentucky Route Zero, it's for the Switch, which is really all you need to worry about because who doesn't want to play everything they own on a Switch? But you can also buy it on PC, stuff like that. And it's only like 20 25 bucks, so mm-hmm. you don't have to spend, you know, $60 to play Animal Crossing, which is all I want to do right now. <laughs> yeah, don't we all? Yeah. Well, that will wrap us up for today. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe so you can get automatically updated when new episodes come out at wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, We're still pretty new. So if you enjoy anything we talked about in the last half hour or so, please leave us a review and tell your friends. Yep. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We are at AdaptivePod on all those platforms. You can also send us suggestions on what we should talk about next by shooting us an email at stuff at AdaptedPod. And feel free to tell us what's keeping you sane as well. Uh, special thanks to Catloaf for our intro and outro music. You are listening to the track Astoria Ditmars, and you can listen to more of Catloaf on Spotify. And our next episode will be coming up this next Thursday. Uh, and we'll be talking about a book to movie adaptation like we always do. Mm-hmm. 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 Until then, don't go nuts. <laughs> Until then, don't forget to, to but what'd you say? But no. don't forget <laughs> to find some good no, butt No, we've gusters. forgotten about it. No, I will never <laughs> forget about this. Bye.